towards our podcast. This connects to that. And that connects to the place that doesn't want us to say fuck. So we're not going to play that one. Uh, but I do need to kick off the NHB show stream. And we will be uh, starting all professional-like. All right. Um, Cue the music. Oh, crap. Firefox <laughs> Firefox what? doesn't have my password saved. I saved my password for this page, and it's not remembering it. Okay, so tilt your camera so we can see your hands as you type your password. Uh, well, it's not my <laughs> password. It's not my password. That's that's, oh, that's oh, the okay. thing. To get on the NHB show stream, there's a page that I go, and and um, I I I don't I don't know that password because I I typed it in once, and I I told it to save it, and instead of saving it uh, right now, Firefox has basically uh, told me. Um, uh, <laughs> So, so that's 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 bad. That's uh, but I think Dune told me what that password is. So if I uh, now um, one of the crit criticisms we got is that we start to show unprepared, and and so right off the bat we're at a bad start because we are uh, yeah right we're <laughs> yeah yeah so far they're absolutely right. Hello there. If you decide to give us another chance, we are still working out tech problems at the beginning of the show. But that's been a long time theme of any show that I do. And it's all about trying to be uh, entertaining and amusing while doing so. Uh, yes. Yes, try to be entertained as we screw up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's an entertaining how many weeks? Have, how many weeks have we been doing this on an HB show? Because um, then that would how many? Me... How many episodes do we have on the uh, on the YouTube? Uh, a lot. Uh, or not that much. Yeah. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. No, that's the Heat FM info. Okay, so I need to go back further than that. Okay. You know, if I started singing a song, that would give away a, a password. Uh, but that would be the Heat FM password, so it don't matter. Um, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's um, But that doesn't tell me the username. That's the stream information. Um, oh, so there's a username and, username and password that you, hit, you need? Yeah, yeah, and I don't know where it is. And, and, and uh, if Dune was listening in, he, he probably would like be messaging me by now. But I, I saved it. I totally saved it in the browser. I don't I don't get it. How is it not there anymore? All right, let me. You, you know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to carry on the show anyways. Uh, no, I don't want to play the opening until we're on all our streams. Of course, we we uh, we tweeted that we would be on the NHB stream. <laughs> yeah, yes, and they tweeted earlier that we would be on their stream. And, um, and I picked up a, a follower on uh, on Twitter that retweeted me. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's great. That is great. That's <laughs> like, I, I don't know who that guy is, but maybe we'll find out. I'm very appreciative. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, that's real easy. That's real easy. We, we, could, we could do this. Uh, I don't know why it's not filling it in automatically, but um, I have it saved in my security settings. There. Remember. Remember. Okay, there we go. So now we just got to click start a live show. And uh, hello. All right, we're ready to start now. There. Uh, so that was four minutes of uh, tech uh, troubleshooting. My apologies to the guy that... Uh, 
doesn't like listening to us do tech troubleshooting. But uh, that's okay. You know why that's okay? That's okay because this is going to happen right now. Um, where's where's my volume? See, I hate it when that happens. It opens in the wrong player. Hey, this is Johnny Gators here, and uh, join with me with Brian Blues, and we are here for another fun-filled uh, episode of Tech Problem Free. Insert title here. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you hired those people to applaud for us, Brian, or we'd be in trouble. Yeah, I know it. So, so um, that's an interesting hat you got this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have to break out early because I'm going to see some jazz this evening. How early? So, uh, I got to be beating out the door at 6 p.m., which is about 9 p.m. Yeah, your time. Yeah. So, and probably a little bit earlier, I'll, I'll, I'll blast out of the show, but. All right. Well, hopefully venison. Maybe or, ten minutes uh, before that. Yeah. Hopefully venison or uh, Dune or both of them will be uh, called in by well, then. But, but you could also write in at NHB Live through AOL Instant Messenger, NHB Live through the Skype. You can also call in NHB Live through the Skype, and uh, we even have a phone number if you want to uh, give us a call on the phone there on the banana phone nine eight four six on HB Radio. That's nine eight four six six four two seven two three. You can also tweet us at NHB Radio. Um, you can also tweet at Brian Blues. You can tweet at Johnny Gators. Uh, you can tweet. Um, you can tweet at uh, Barack Obama as well if you want to. Uh, we're not going to get those tweets, but you can tweet at Barack Obama. Um, you probably uh, you probably would be tweeting uh, send uh, Homeland Security. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Please send Homeland Security to get these people off my computer. I don't know how they right. got there. I clicked on a link, and now this guy with the messiest room ever and this other guy with the second messiest room ever is talking on my computer, and and I don't know which is the messiest and the second messiest. That's right. It, that it's It's a big... It's pretty close. But the real question yeah. is, is uh, if you buy a mixer, where are you going to fit it? I think that's one of the reasons why I'm going to make this change, make this project with this credenza thing or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Brian has realized that, you know, it's funny. I never thought of this until you pointed this out, but you basically have obsolete furniture because your furniture was made with a certain monitor size in mind and a certain monitor quantity in mind, it fits one monitor of a very specific size. You want to get like a 27-inch monitor? That ain't going to fit. You want two dual monitors? That ain't going to work. It's op an obsolete credenza. Actually, I think they actually designed it for a smaller one so you'd have a little room around it because if you need to get in there, you only can go underneath. So, no, I think they did it with another one. I was just happy as a clam that this one fit at all. Right. Because it just fits with, you know, you can shove a matchbook in between the side there and on the top. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you got your hand in there. It's it. Uh, well, it, it, 
it gets up up to your knuckles. So it's about this this wide. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, we do have a message coming in though. Uh, Liam writes in: the show is great at Barack Obama at NHB Radio. <laughs> so thank you, Liam, for taking our advice and tweeting Barack Obama. Uh, Twin ninety two tweets in uh, at NHB Radio. I remembered to listen this time. Just wanted to say hi from at HNB Shows stream. You know, it is very thoughtful because. You know, it's only going to be a few months where Obama's going to be have to find a new gig, and we've got a chair for him. Um, that's a possibility. Uh, if if uh, you, you know, I got to stop saying. I'm going to um, assume that he's going to go back to the Chicago area because that's, you know, where his at least his in laws family are and whatever. So, uh, can you imagine we would have East Coast, West Coast, and in the middle. There you go. There you this go. would be an awesome idea for this, a show. This is an awesome idea for, for us. Uh, I don't know if it's an awesome idea for uh, Barack Obama, but you know what? We have been getting comments left on some of our episodes on the YouTube side, and I, I didn't realize this until like I was I noticed that there was a number on the bell in the top right corner of my screen. I was like, well, oh, my God, people people listen to this. People are saying stuff. Let's let's go, you know, take a look at what people have been saying. And so uh, the last uh, three episodes or the last four episodes have actually had uh, comments uh, or four out of the last five. Last week's no comment. Uh, Last week's only got five views. But uh, two, uh, two, three, four, five weeks ago when we were talking about SD cards. Hello. We did get a comment uh, from Jay Booger. And Jay Booger said, for the love of God, please educate Brian in the basics of conversation. He continuously talks over gators, making it painful to listen to the show. Uh, further, Brian will just... Uh, um, yeah, so that's just some constructive criticism, not a slam. Uh, we'll still listen to the show, but that element makes it painful. Um, one thing about online shows is that there's a delay between me and brian so i think that makes it even more painful to have a conversation between two people than if we're in the same room because if we're in the same room and one of us starts talking over the other the other one stops right away but when there's a delay that delays the time the other person stops um well i'll I'll go with that although i don't think that's actually true you don't think that's true i think i talk with you because i want to get a word in edgewise I think that's part of it too. I think you know, um, and I think it would have been fair for the person to put in the criticism. Uh, Gators needs to pause every now and then. Yeah, and that's why I, I you, or, or or you know, kind of let people know that this isn't a solo show. Okay, fair enough, and and that's why I've not been uh, uh, I've not uh, pointed out the. Um, you, you do talk over me a lot, but I've not complained about that because I know that is oftentimes the way you get a word in edgewise. Uh, Jay Booker. Well, and, then, and then at the other hand, sometimes I'll be in the middle of something and you'll cut me off. It's all right. I'm used to it. Which is the reverse. So I, you know, so um, basically Jay Booger's pointed out we need to work on our dialogue some. Both of us, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm okay with that. I think that's a good, uh, um, a, 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 a good comment. There we go. Thank you, Jay Booger. 
uh, he also mentioned that uh, it, it might be best for hosts to uh, not use their phones during Sorry, shows. You know. So uh, basically, Jay Booger's pointed out. We... Oops. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was reading his next comment, and, and he was talking about you using the phone right, right while you're using <laughs> And then you bring it up with sound and everything. See, I mean, that's perfection. I mean, you can't plan that. No, no, you can't. You can't plan that. Uh, I was actually trying to look up the comments myself to see if... Uh... Two, we can find the damn things. He did think we did much better two weeks ago, so I think we need to embrace the show we did two weeks ago and somehow rechannel that energy. Uh, he wasn't too happy with uh, actually no three weeks ago uh, the the show we did two weeks ago he wasn't too happy with, but he did like the show we did three weeks ago. All right, so I need to put down the fucking phone, right? Right. I need not to talk over you, and I need to hesitate more and give you room to talk. Or you could even make it a dialogue where you're asking me a question specifically. And you do that once in a while. I do I do make efforts to do that. Yeah, I, I need to make more efforts to do that. Uh, Shampoo Wow wrote in, nice video. I like it. Uh, so there we go. We got we got a good one. Oh, my God. Someone likes this show. Oh, that's right. You can only do one thumb up on uh, a YouTube video. So I'll do a one thumb. I do. I'm going with the double because I have more okay. than one uh, YouTube account. So I could do two thumbs up. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I could do like four thumbs up if I get my uh, feet right. into the uh, action there. Um, so there we go. Uh, so hopefully... It's not like product reviews where you're doing stars. That's a completely different topic. And, of course, I hope people are not annoyed. Hey, oh, he didn't even say whether he's annoyed that I do these topic switches just like that that kind of make no sense. Well, I, I'm So let's not change the topic. Yeah, let's oh. not change the topic. Okay. Well, you know, if if you if uh you know four, I could do four thumbs up if I get my feet involved in the action, but doing five stars, um, that I don't know if they let you do that on YouTube. Well, they don't do stars. Well, well, no, but the equivalent of like five thumbs up, I I think I might have to drop trowel for that. Yeah, that's probably not allowed on YouTube. No, I don't think they're gonna <laughs> let us do that on you. You can't do that on YouTube. It's not that kind right. of. A, there are probably other video streaming sites we could do that on. Right. I think that's more a chat roulette type of thing, as I understand it. That just killed the dialogue right there. I, I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> <laughs> chat roulette, you got nothing. All right. Well, you know, hey, it's another Monday. Uh, we we have made it. We have survived another Monday, and uh, you know, I uh, actually got a, a lot of work accomplished this weekend. This this past weekend was a productive weekend for me. I I sold some tapes and boxed them up and shipped them out in exchange for money. So that that has been sitting money. on my yeah, yeah, that has been sitting on my to-do list for over a year. I'm, I'm supposed to be uh, selling these tapes, but uh, there we go. Mission accomplished there. These uh, quad tapes? Uh, they are quad tapes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then, of course... Was I, this a week, uh, posting for a week long on, on eBay? 
Yeah, I posted them last weekend. The auction finished this weekend, yeah. and they went out FedEx today. And uh, so they are gone, and I, I miss them. I had become so attached. Right. To them. Nah, anyways, um, but th- also, but I have uh, started work on another quad project that is actually kind of a technically inclined quad project. Now, I have placed an order with Amazon uh, for some uh, equipment upgrades, a capture card for uh, doing HDMI video capturing so I can actually get a decent picture that you could actually read when we do some of this stuff if we're going to do some more pie tweaking live on the show. Yeah. And a better microphone, um, a condenser mic. I figure that might be good to pick up room sounds if I want to do some gaming in the room sometime. I could just, you know, throw that on and talk and not have to be worrying about where the mic is. Uh, but you're going to get some equipment too, right, Brian? You're, you're going to get a mixer in there, get some more monitors in there. Well, okay, what I'm going to do is, see this, as we started, this thing is kind of useless. Now you're motioning the to the credenza. So what I'm going to do is hack off the credenza right here, pull out the bottom part, do something else with that, and then so this will come down, and then I'll be able to set monitors on top of it, and there'll be no restriction or whatever. Oh, I see. And so I'll be probably one... put in. I'll probably be able to put in, you know, stuff underneath, like maybe a mixer. So uh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be looking at mixers. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd so be awesome. and uh, it should be high enough that my Raspberry Pis can be, you know, tucked underneath as well, and kind of unclutter things a little bit. No, I won't unclutter a damn thing. I'll just be shifting, shifting the clutter around. Well, yeah, that's how it always. I goes. had, a, I worked with this guy that had a really cluttered desk. I mean, it was worse than this. Can you believe it? It looked like Niagara Falls. Okay, if you put anything on it, the whole thing was going to come down. Oh, that's no good. And he had a little sign on his desk. He says it said. If a, a cluttered desk indicates a cluttered mind, what does an empty desk indicate? I, you know, I've heard that saying before. I like that one. Yes. So, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm totally into that philosophy. I'll take a cluttered mind over an empty mind any day. Right. You know, I think my mind is cluttered, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to be what you are, right? Right. Uh, Forky Fork tweets in, delay is definitely the bane of a lot of conversations. It, it is. And um, also, I, I, I think uh, one of the other comments, uh, a, another critique that was pointed out is that I um a lot. And I've noticed that. And I hate that. And I'm trying to not um as much because I don't sound like a radio person when I'm like, um, 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 uh, 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 mm, uh. And I'm sure I do it a lot as well. I, so. think, I think I do it more. I don't know. I've done some uh, videos solo, some I've posted on YouTube, and I play it back and I go, okay. in fact, there are some videos I put together that I won't even post. I, I just, you know, ah! you know, that's why you just do it live. Then you, you can't change your mind. And maybe that's why some people do their videos just straight live. You, you know, this reminds me of, um, this one time at band camp, uh, it was senior year, 
And I was really big into the band Vanilla Fudge uh, at that point in time. That was when I just really discovered uh, Vanilla Fudge. Here we are. Right in, right after your, uh, you discovered Iron Butterfly? Uh, oh, I, heck, I, I grew up on Iron Butterfly. Uh, and we're going to get to Iron Butterfly oh, okay. in a moment. Yes, but, yes, uh, yes. I wanted to sneak that in as a preview. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about Iron Butterfly. But, you know, at least... But Bandcamp, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yes. And I was really big in Vanilla Fudge. And I was... Um, senior uh, senior year and they threw me there were three rooms that you could bunk in in this big cabin if, if for the guys and basically all the freshmen were thrown in the basement and everyone else was competing between the other two rooms and every time you signed up for a room someone would erase your name and fill their name into that room and then you'd have to make sure that you were you know not erased and put your name it got so bad at one point, a group of people decided, we want this room, we're taking this room, we fill our names in, and we're covering it up with scotch tape so no one can erase our names. <laughs> and um, so I, I gave up because, you know, I wasn't that popular in high school. I pretty much do. why am I going to bother to put my name on this damn list when it's just going to get erased anyways? They'll put me where they put me. And that's how I ended up in the basement with the freshmen. And it was cool because they were all cool people, and they didn't know I wasn't cool. So they thought I was cool because I was a senior. So by default, I'm, I'm cool. Of course, I am right. the senior in the basement, so that might have been a bit of a clue to them that I, I was not the coolest. Uh, you were you were Lord of the Flies. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of cool. And I was just, you know, jamming on Vanilla Fudge all week long uh, whenever we had breaks in between marching and practicing and all that jazz. And um, so... They wanted to do something for skit night. And I think someone jokingly said, well, we could just like, you know, kind of sing along to, you know, you keep me hanging on by Vanilla Fudge and call it Johnny Gators and the Gatorades. And that is exactly what ended up happening. And it almost didn't happen because we were having fun. I was singing and I, I can't sing, at, but I didn't care because I was having a good time. And then someone broke out a tape recorder and, uh, I played it back, and I heard what I sounded like singing, and I almost didn't go through with the skit after hearing that. I was like, I can't do this. I, I suck. I, I'm not going to get in front of the... the, the I, you know, I'm already unpopular. <laughs> you, you know what you got to do? You got you know, to understand this. I saw this interview with um, Neil Young, mm -hmm. and he said early on in his career, he did some recordings... And he took it to a guy to be critiqued, and the guy basically said, "You can't sing." And he kind of—I think he basically said, "So what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, neither you know, neither he's, can. He's done tons of vocal tracks. You know, a great response to that is, "Well, neither can Bob Dylan." Oh, that'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Sonny Bono's uh, justification for his singing was, you know, well, hey, I'm not any worse than Bob Dylan. I, I think right, I right. think Sonny has said something to that effect at one point. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the odd thing. Then you have Rod Stewart. You know, that has that. What is he swallowing a Brillo pad or something like that? It's a voice that when you hear it, you know, it's Rod Stewart. Right. So but if you've heard his voice lately. Most of that's gone. You know, shall we say an ignorant person would say, hey, his voice is getting better. 
But no, that's not the case. No, <laughs> you no, know, no. It, it's not. You know, I mean, you know, the guy's talented, of course, but when you don't have that voice that's your signature, you know, it's like Drew Carey went and got LASIK. And, and oh, wait a minute. Glasses is your freaking signature. Right. He's <laughs> still know? wearing glasses now. Oh, no, the thing Sorry. with Rod Stewart is if you want to if you're going to listen to Rod Stewart, do it right. You got to listen to Rod Stewart from the 70s, maybe the 80s. Any of the, the stuff he's been doing after that? No. No. Just yeah. just no. Just no. No. The interesting thing is that Jeff Beck played on a lot of the Rod Stewart tracks. Well, Rod Stewart. So when you're looking for Jeff Beck stuff, you're weeding through all the stuff that has, well, I don't really want to hear Rod Stewart because I want to hear Jeff Beck. So then you got to dig around for his solo stuff. Well, that was only two albums that Rod Stewart was in the Jeff Beck. Uh, actually, it was just called Jeff Beck, but it was like an early Jeff Beck group. And then there was the Jeff Beck group that Rod Stewart was right. not in. But, right. uh, but yeah, so that's, that's two albums worth of stuff, which is some of Jeff Beck's. Uh, I, I like it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I understand that, but but uh, speaking but if you of don't uh, want the voice, you know, you do have to kind of look around a little bit. But well, it all depends what type. You of know, he's just a want. fantastic guitar player. So and he's done a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes, very much. Which actually quite exciting. Uh, in Japan, they're actually putting out an SACD of Wired that includes the quad mix. Oh, that's cool. That yeah. is cool. Uh, yeah, Jeff Beck has been getting the royal treatment on because uh, uh, yeah. Blow by Blow was out on this SACD with the quad mix back in the early 2000s, and that's been reissued recently by right. Analog Productions. In Japan, they recently put out uh, the quad mix Beck Boger to Peace um, on an SACD, although it costs like 50 yeah. bucks. And now Wired is coming out. And the yeah. uh, Jeff Beck Group album got put out by Audio Fidelity with the quad mix on SACD. So a lot of quad Jeff Beck is getting reissued. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. But uh, meanwhile, uh, Brian tweeted an interesting thing. I guess Iron Butterfly is touring or playing some dates or they're going to be playing in Oakland. Yeah, they're playing at this little club uh, in Oakland called Yoshi's. It's in, I don't know, is it a few days or a few weeks? I don't remember. I, th I tweeted the uh, the link to it. I I didn't make a point to uh, remember the date or whatever because yeah. the one thing. That's but anyway, so it's 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 coming up, and the interesting thing is like, well, the tickets are like twenty five bucks. You know, a lot of these classic groups are asking for a hundred bucks or more. Well, yeah, but uh, th there's one thing I noticed that really stuck out to me, and, and that was the picture uh, uh, that was attached to that tweet of uh, the, the group, and I, I took one look at this group of people here. And my initial question was, who the hell are those guys? That's yeah. that's not Iron Butterfly. That's that's yeah. not Iron Butterfly at all. And that is actually Yoshi's uh, Oakland on the twenty uh, second. So that's uh, coming up uh, this Thursday. If you want to see a group of people that are not members of Iron Butterfly claiming to be butter <laughs> Iron Butterfly play uh, in Agata de Vida. If you want to see a group of people that did not play on the album in Agata de Vida, play in Agata de Vida. Uh, there you go. Um, let's find out more about who these guys are and why we should care. Um, that was a right, right big um right there. 
let's let's take a look at the press page here. And here's how we were totally prepared to go with this, right? We were totally prepared. Well, I did browse at this uh, page earlier, and I oh, I, you did, uh, but yeah, you forgot. I just don't remember okay. exactly where I went to find out. Uh, maybe if I click the about link, it'll tell me stuff about them. Well, it tells me what awards they've gotten. The Silver Album Award, two gold album awards. These guys did not record on a single Iron Butterfly album. <laughs> These guys are not Iron what's Butterfly. Funny, what's, what's funny, though, is a group like the Beatles, I mean, nearly everybody knows it is John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Right. And you can probably say it in any order as fast as, you know, as fast as anything. And some other groups, you know, a lot of the people's names, you know that, you know, but like Iron Butterfly, I never knew any of those guys' names for, I don't know why. Uh, I had their albums. Doug Engel, Lee Dorman, Ron Bushy, Eric Braun are the classic lineup that played on Inagata De Vida. Right. And I looked that up on uh, Wikipedia the other day, but I kind of go, yeah. If I knew them back then, I I don't remember knowing them, who they were. But anyway, so you that's fine. You had more than one Iron Butterfly album? Yeah, I had. Well, actually, my brother had the Inagata De Vida album. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also a live one that was Inagata De Vida on it, right? Yeah, that one sucked. Yeah, and I had that I had that album. <laughs> there was sorry. a longer rendition of Inagata De Vida, which was not better. No. No, that's when you found um, out that Studio Trickery did uh, Doug Ingle. Uh, 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 Studio Trickery was very good for Doug Ingle's voice. Now, now some people will argue with you that the live version is better than the studio version. No. This is one case, absolutely no. No. I, I some other cases, I can buy that, but live album is pretty much just pretending that you went. If you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if you get the feel, the feel and the vibe, okay, that's cool. But other than that, I think the studio albums are generally better. Um, well, and that depends. That depends on the band. I mean, a, a live album is capturing sure. a live concert, and live performance is a very different thing from an album. Some people do make an album with an angle of trying to capture the feel of the live show in the studio. Some people turn making an album into an art form that is completely different from playing live and then sometimes people try to bring the art of the album onto the stage for the tour it's interesting the different angle and mindsets and the ways that you can come out uh, come at albums and live but um but yeah when it came to the iron butterfly live album um that that album sucks Oh, the studio performances yeah. were far uh, superior to the live I'm thinking versions. I also had Metamorphosis. Ah, yeah. That, and, uh, and I looked at the, in fact, I pulled that up and I looked at the song titles and I kind of go, these don't ring a bell. That was. So, yeah, I, so I, I don't remember that album, actually. So. Well, that was. I think there might have been a, cont- a contractual obligation there. I, I mean, at that point. Eric Braun had left the band, and so they had to replace him with, uh, I think they replaced him with two guitar players. I think that was one of those cases. And I think they replaced him with, um, like, a guitar player that also played with Blues Image, I'm, I'm thinking, or 
there's some connection between Iron Butterfly and Blue's yeah. image, and I think there's also a connection between Iron Butterfly and Captain Beyond. And I think it might be. In fact, the when you look player. at the the, the uh, Wikipedia listing of Iron Butterfly, and you see some of the changes, and you drill into some of these different people, you say, oh yeah, some of these pipe people played with lots of different bands, and Iron Butterfly is one of the minor ones. That's <laughs> 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 like. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's like I, I touched it, you know, bam, tagged. I'm in. I play with Iron Butterfly. I, I mean, there's something. No, the thing is, I think Ron Bushy, the the original drummer of Iron Butterfly, was in these uh, latest um, lineups uh, for quite some time, but he's not in there now. He was only. It's yeah. the, the Wikipedia page says present, but I'm looking at the band here. And yeah. they got a guy named Ray on the drums. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I uh, so not even <coughs> Ron Bushy uh, is um, right. So it's not even Iron Butterfly's drummer and some guys. It's just some guys with the name Iron Butterfly. Um, it's kind of sad you know, when the band I, goes I went that to way. A uh, Chicago concert probably four or five years ago. And there were a number of, shall we say, young young body replacements, if you want to call it that. Mm. You know, they had the same sound and everything. My only real problem is, you know, I mean, you look at it and you kind of go, it's the Chicago Transit Authority franchise. You know, this mm. is important. We want to keep that stuff going. But when you think of it another way, you know, I don't even have a problem with that. If the guy really nails the original kind of sound, that's cool. My gripe is they ain't putting out new stuff. You know, a lot of these bands are not putting out new stuff. They're just playing the old stuff. But, of course, people are going to spend 140 bucks to hear this stuff they heard 30 years ago yeah, or 40 I, years ago. I don't ago. think many people are going to Iron Butterfly concerts to hear what their latest material is. I, I, at this point... Well, I, no, I, and, I, and, I, and I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, in fact, you won't have a latest material for Iron Butterfly because there aren't any original people in there, right? No, at this point, it's an Iron Butterfly cover band. Yeah. Uh, it, it's ridiculous when yeah. it gets to that point. But... Um, that's uh, so. Yeah, uh, that was a, a fun little tweet there. Uh, that you, you tweet a picture of a group of people uh, promoting an Iron Butterfly concert. It's like, who who are they? Who are they? I I, I don't know these people. Yeah. That's that's not Iron Butterfly. Yeah. Um, so well, go. I'm not rushing to go listen to them. So you know. Yeah, me neither. Well, I mean, we we heard. You know what? They probably play better than the original Iron Butterfly. Yeah, I mean, here we are. Here we are talking about what an awful live album Iron Butterfly put out, and we're complaining that other people are playing live as Iron Butterfly now. This this could be redemption. This might actually be a show worth going to. <laughs> That's actually a good point. You know, we're we're thinking this thing all out, right? Yes. Hey, who did we? Who thought that this would become a music show? <laughs> Right, right. Is that what you do with uh, with uh, Dune? That that is, uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, Dune <laughs> so. does the five hit, but uh, you know, we well, all topics are uh, on the table here, and you know, yeah, no, no, that's cool. I was just pointing that out as fun. 
So, but, so what was my uh, interruption topic that I uh, stepped away from? Uh, Iron Butterfly when I was talking about Vanilla Fudge. No, 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 no. That while we were talking about Iron Butterfly, I brought up something else, um, and then stepped away from it. I, I've already forgotten. Uh, oh well, see, that's what's the trouble with Alzheimer's. It's that short-term memory. I can't remember a thing that happened two seconds ago. I can remember something that happened forty years ago. But two seconds ago, forget it. Yeah, well, you, you remember, uh, you, you did remember the Iron Butterfly Live album, but you, then again, you didn't remember Metamorphosis. If I played the tunes, I bet I would remember it. Yeah, you know. Because if... I have played some stuff that's relatively, well, it's just not played. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of classic stuff that never gets airtime, uh, you know, even on XM radio. But I, usually, if I hear something, I recognize it Im- immediately. Yeah, I, I think that so. I album, probably will by sound. But the, you look at the name, and the name means nothing. Of course, a lot of times with rock and roll tunes, the, the tunes, the the the, the name never meant, meant anything anyway. I think there were such as Inagata Davida. <laughs> I think there were two songs <laughs> worth listening to off of uh, Metamorphosis, if I recall correctly. About two songs worth listening to. Probably. Probably. Um, but anyways, so I am working on a uh, technical project in the world of quad. And you out there listening, if you like listening to me talk about quad stuff, this is something that I am recruiting anyone and everyone on the Internet to participate in. Uh, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to, you know, all you have to do is have a set of ears and a surround sound system that can play back a DVD audio or DTS CD. Uh, I, I know uh, that second one is a uh, difficult requirement for some people to beat, but um, that is what's required. I was sent a free piece of equipment some time ago. This little box right here, uh, the Involve Surround Master. And I talked a little bit about this on the Dune and Bob show, but we're going to go a little more in depth here and see. What we, uh, Brian, you have a surround system, so you could participate in this project too. And... What this is, is this was a, a, originally this company in Australia made up boxes like this for the purpose of uh, decoding, uh, uh, synthesizing surround out of stereo materials. Because a lot of people have surround systems for, you know, home theater systems for their movies, and not much music is released in surround. So, what are you going to do? You got all these speakers. Um, so we're, they manufactured this box. It's supposed to do a really good job of making surround out of stereo. And someone, uh, a fellow quad collector in Australia, picked up one of these boxes and noticed, oh, my God, this does a really good job at decoding QS encoded quad material. Like, it does as good of a job as really hard to find expensive QS decoders that go for hundreds of dollars on eBay. Um, and here, this little box here does it. Something brand new manufactured. So essentially, they started marketing it to us and our little group like, hey, you guys, you want to buy it? It does QS decoding. And so people said, well, that's great, but I have way more SQ encoded records than QS because SQ was Sony's format. So Quad that was released on Columbia, Epic, that family of labels was done in SQ. So they actually did some research, did some testing, and made this special edition of the box that does the involve mode that does QS, but also 
does SQ decoding, a modern-day SQ decoder that um, is comparable to the Tate, at least. I don't know if it's better than the Tate or not uh, uh, as good as the Tate. I've, I've heard reviews of people that say it's better than the Tate, which is the best SQ decoder that you could get if you find one. And that is a test that we'll do later. But um, there were other uh, less popular quad formats early in the quad era, one of which was called EV4, which was developed by a company by the name of ElectroVoice that's more well known as manufacturing microphones. But they did attempt to do some quad synthesizing boxes, and they also made a system that you could kind of encode your material into a uh, quad format to play back on their decoders properly. And it, it had often been said, oh, well, if you have an EV4 record, you can play it on any decoder and it'll play back kind of right. But that doesn't sound right. You know, it's like, well, how is it really supposed to be played back? And so people started saying, hey, well, why don't you guys make an EV4 version of this that decodes EV4 records? And they came back and said, well, the, the Involve mode already does a really good job of decoding EV4. We've done some tests with it and it sounds good. You know, you use that. There's this guy uh, by the name of Oxford Dickey in England who's a um, real expert on these formulas that were used to encode and decode these quad materials. And he came back and kind of you know suggested that that was all a bunch of hogwash. How could a decoder that decodes QS also decode EV4? Because they were not uh, nearly as similar as people have suggested they are. And he also gets kind of uh, pissy if people start uh, stating things that are uh, factually incorrect. So he gets kind of nitpicky, and uh, he's not always easy to get along with. And so I said, well, let's put it to the test. Because the guy, Oxford Dickey, he does these uh, software decodes uh, through processes, and he does them based on the formulas of how they were encoded. He's done his homework. He's done some research. And so I, I finally put together a test that will compare uh, – the software decoded EV4 material to how this box does a decoding EV4 material. And I uh, gathered a collection of stuff that was done in EV4. I got a disc of six songs, and each song is on there three times. First is the the song off of an eight-track tape, so it's the actual discrete mix, how it's supposed to sound. Then there's an A version, and then there's a B version. One of them software decoded. One of them is decoded on this box. And I did a coin flip to determine which one was A and B each time. So it's, you know, blind listening test. It's random. And listen to the disc. Listen to the different versions. Maybe take some notes, do a little comparison, and decide what you like about them and what one you like better. So if you want to uh, participate in that, I will be posting a link on this uh, YouTube video. You can also hit me up on uh, Twitter if you want a link to uh, the disc and take a listen to this material. What do you think of that, Brian? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna put a, a a voting there, which is which they like better, the A or the B? Yeah. Well, for each track, basically, I I, I don't want anyone to discuss it publicly because I don't want people to start, you know, forming opinions based on what other people think. So, like in the forum, I'm gonna ask people to just email me their reviews and what they like better on each track. And once I've gathered all these emails, it will, you know, have a time, uh, a deadline that will call it, and I'll kind of post all the results. Can you set up these uh, kind of questionnaires or, or uh, you know, votes and not let people see the results until the voting is done? 
possibly. Because a lot of these things, you click it, and then it reveals what the current level of the votes are. Hmm. You could do that, but then again, you don't want anybody to click early before they've actually listened to it. But Well, I want more than votes. I want thoughts. You know, I want people to tell me. Well, yeah, but I mean, you kind why. of start as, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Hey, you know, I'll, uh, maybe you, you should participate too. Yeah, no, I'll look for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so I'll post tweet it out. Too. Tweet it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll be <coughs> I'll be tweeting it on the Army of Quad Twitter account if for all things quad related. But I'll retweet it on my Johnny Gators. Um, yeah. And and uh, you know, I do have a uh, channel called the Quadcast, which is my most subscribed to channel. I have like ninety something subscribers on that channel, and yet here I am broadcasting. Uh, Iron Butterfly thoughts here on this channel. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> go figure. Oh well. But uh, yeah, so that's my latest tech uh, project. I finally finished gathering materials. Although I I made an interesting discovery. Enoch yeah. Light uh, confused me. He totally caught me by surprise, and he's dead. So that's kind of amazing. You did that. Well, there was a. Oh. There was a band leader by the name of Enoch Light that um, he he uh, he played around with synthesizers in the 70s and added them to his big band arrangements. It was quite interesting yeah. stuff. And he got really creative with quad mixing, a lot of things swirling around in circles. It's Did this fun. guy just die recently? No, nah, he's been dead a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, let's see. When did Enoch Light die? Probably in, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's let's look. I, I was thinking there was somebody that died just re just in the last week. I'm trying to think of who that was. Well, a lot of people probably died in the last week, but uh, well, that's a musician of of some note. Uh, well, Enoch Light died in 1978. Right. So that was uh, before I was born. Yeah. So he's been dead a while. Yeah. He's yeah. It's been a while. Johann Sebastian Bach is dead. Don't want to break it to you. <laughs> Breaking my heart here, Brian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose stuff. next you're going to be telling me that uh, Ludwig von uh, Beethoven is also dead. I've heard that rumor. It, 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 rumors. It's yeah. rumors. All right. rumors. Right. You know, it, it's kind of like, you ever noticed, there's this guy I talked to. He went to uh, go see uh, Mozart's grave because uh, apparently he's dead too. And um, he's there at the gravesite, and he hears some sounds. And you know, he's he's like, "What is that?" And he listens, and he hears that it's one of Mozart's symphonies being played backwards. And he went, "Ah, I know what it is. He's decomposing." Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I was at the edge of my chair listening to that, <laughs> coming to the great conclusion. You thought this was a Good serious Good thing there's story. arms on these chairs so I didn't fall right off. <laughs> you thought that might have been serious. And then I was like, nope. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was, you know, I was falling for it. Cute you know. pun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that story works with Beethoven or Bach or yeah. know, Mahler. Yeah. 
the uh, uh, you know I'm playing uh, Mobile Strike, and the team that I'm on, I had they did this merger, and all the top people have left, and a bunch of other people have been leaving. Just had another group of people leaving, and uh, I says, oh, hey, I saw this guy had just left with, you know, and the guy had multiple players, and his farm player tip players are gone as well. So we lost like five members all at once. And the guy that was on said, yeah, that's a bummer. And I says, yeah, I, a couple of days ago, I had posted some jokes. I wonder if he didn't like my jokes. <laughs> you know, there's a chat on Mobile Strike. <laughs> so I posted these jokes and there was no response. There was no response at all. And it was like, yeah, okay. He was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. No, no, nope, not dealing with these jokes. Some of the leaders left their farms behind, so you see them joining the team and then leaving the team. So they're going in and out to do something or other. But, you know, they've been kind of doing that all along with, with their farms. I think what they're doing is you join a team or leave a team so you can attack farms so that they're on different teams. So whatever, it's complicated, but... Mm. Whatever, I don't you know bother with the nonsense. Yeah. Well, speak, so. and speaking of teams, um, do you mow your lawn on the weekends? No, we ha- we hire a guy. Okay, what time does your guy show up to uh, mow lawn on the weekend? We do, he comes on the week. He comes on Mondays. Oh, I see. Oh, in no. early in the morning. Um, usually about ten or eleven, something like that. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Because uh, this past weekend. You know, Saturday night, great night. It was like a five beer night, you know. Uh, and I, I, I finish off beer number five, and I nod off a bit in my chair, and I kind of come to, and it's like one thirty in the morning, so I, I stumble, uh, towards the kitchen, uh, set the coffee pot to, you know, turn on in, in the next morning, uh, set my alarm an extra hour to go off at nine instead of eight, so I can, you know, sleep in good. Uh, since I've been up rather late. Uh, apparently, my neighbor had other plans for me, though, because he decided uh, 8 in the fucking morning on a Sunday is the perfect time to mow the lawn. Yeah, that was that was my 8 o'clock wake-up call. It was uh, right outside my window. It's like, really? Eight o'clock on a Sunday. Shouldn't you be like in church or something? Yeah, you know, it, it, lawnmowers should be banned on Sunday morning. You know, you know, I I don't know if I go that far because maybe we could set hours for that. I I don't know. Hey, you know what? Set the hours to exactly when the football game goes on and see if you get more hate. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, and the thing is, is I do sympathize with people that because I mean, yeah. the thing is, you work Monday to Friday. When are you going to mow the lawn? Weekend, and you know, if it's going to be a hot day, I sure. understand wanting to get out there early. But eight a.m. Yeah. when I'm trying to sleep in and the windows are open, I you know, I, yeah, yeah, I, I just we, there's got to be a way we could do this that I don't have this right in my ear on Sunday morning while right. I'm sleeping. But. Um, Okay, so it's at about that time I need to bail out of here. Oh, so. darn. Uh, well, you know, it, but, 
but one last little thing. At least it's better than the way Dune woke up on Saturday morning because Dune's got a neighbor that. <laughs> 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 can't complain too much. Um, yeah, right. It could be. It always could be worse. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, hey, you got to come back with a report or something uh, next week. We want to hear how the uh, what, yeah. what is this? Some yeah, type of yeah, jazz yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This guy, you know, they they part of this being like an uh, innovator, like weather report type oh, okay. of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. It actually kind of when I was reading this, I was kind of surprised that, you know, this other guy, this other guy I play with plays, uh, uh, you know, tenor uh, sax. And so he suggested this, but usually he's more into kind of standard jazz. It's in the real book, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, this bleeding edge stuff, I, I don't see him getting into, but we'll see. All right. Well, yeah. hey, uh, have a good time. So, uh, hopefully, we'll get right. uh, someone else to call in to fill in, but uh, we'll, all right. we'll catch all you right. next week. I'll have a good rest of the show, and yeah, yeah. hey, somebody call in. Somebody, Some, somebody uh, please. We're on the Skype. Did you give all the numbers? Yeah, NHB Live on the Skype. Um, it's a call in or write in. NHB Live through AOL Instant Messenger, at NHB Radio on the Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, if you're out there, uh, give us a call. And um, uh, yeah, I, Venison should be out there somewhere. Maybe uh, unless yeah. he's been uh, evicted, but uh, I don't think he has yet. And uh, he's still complaining about yeah. his Wi-Fi signals. Well, hey, we'll catch you next week. Uh, thank you. For All right, take it easy. Us. Peace, everybody. See ya. Uh, there we go. That was our very own Brian Blues. And um, all right, so no, Venison's not online. So I think what we're gonna need to do is we're going to need to take a quick little break here uh, while I uh, cuz uh, I had no idea that uh, Brian was going to leave halfway through to help he mentioned it at the start of the show. So I I was not uh, at all prepared for this. But we're going to uh, go on a little uh, break. And uh, when we come back we'll um, figure out what's going on. And uh, t- you know what? I need to get, like, promos for NHB show. I only got an NHB radio uh, promo. That's okay. You know what? Because it's all NHB. So I can just play a bunch of NHB IDs, and it's all cool. So uh, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. And we'll have the second half of the show. listening to the No Holds Bar Radio Network. Now take off your pants and jack it! <laughs> you dick! <laughs> you fu- I hope you fucking dice. Fuckhead. So fuck! Fuck you! Go to fucking shit. Asshole. Crater Maker. www.creatormakerband.com EP now available on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and Bandcamp. Yo, this is Dune from the Dune and Bob Show. Ah, uh, you're probably wondering what all this racket is in the background. Oh, well. 
with the way the gas prices and the economics have been lately and basically everything else Obama has done to us, I've had to take on a second job. Shh, don't tell anybody, but I'm nighttime DJ at a club. At, oh, hang on a second. No, hey, look, look at the sign. It says absolutely no request. Yeah, leave the DJ alone. Yes. Thank you. No, I, I am construct. Hang on, let me get my card. I am constructing a mix out of songs to create a vibe slash journey slash musical experience outside the catering to an individual's desire to hear my song, if you know what I mean. If you can't live inside the music, you should just stay at home and listen to your iPod. Requests are for scared, musically uneducated dweebs who have no desire to learn about new good tracks or experience the art of modern EDM. There. Jeez. Oh. Okay, she's gone. Hey, by the way, just to let you know a little secret. I found out that DJs really don't do anything. All I'm doing is just replaying something that Vamp recorded like psh, a month ago. It's really simple. <laughs> That's why I can't do requests. But I, listen, I was sworn to secrecy by the, the DJs of America Club. Geeks even made me pinky swear to it. God. So anyway, Duna Bob Show, Sundays, 6 8 Eastern. NHBRadio.com. Be there. Hello, Devil's Advocate. Hey, man, I got an interesting story of when I was younger. Okay. All right, I was on... You ever heard of Nickelodeon? Hmm. The, the network? Oh, yeah, 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 on sure. Television? Sure. Well, I was on um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I was on the Silver Snakes. And you know you know the host? His name's uh, John Thomas. Yeah, that guy tried to molest me, dog. He stuck two of his fingers up my ass, dude. He pulled his fingers out of his ass, licked the shit right off his fingers. I don't know who John Thomas is. He has a fucking corn right in between his teeth. That's Rob Thomas. Sickest thing I've ever seen, dog. Yeah. And then who's the other guy with the red hair? Did I want Red hair? I don't know. No, we don't know who that guy is. We we have no idea who that is. We were thinking that was that guy from Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20? Yeah. John Thomas? Or no, wait. What are you talking about, dude? I'm talking about Legends of the Hidden Temple. And and Dave Thomas. Oh, the, the game oh. show on Nickelodeon. Oh, you mean the Wendy's guy? Dave Thomas's the son? What the fuck? You guys are a fucking bunch of idiots. Yeah. All right, listen. You guys okay. can all lick my hairy asshole, okay? That sounds like so much fun. Take a walk on the wild side each week with John and Liz on The Devil's Advocate, Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, only on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. When I think of soundcheck, I think of, uh, oh God, what do I think of? I think of not being on the air. I think of sitting here talking into a microphone and nobody can hear me. I think of clocks. Clocks? There's, there's clocks. clocks everywhere, and they're all they're all late. I don't know how to write up this show. What do you put? I think of bad sound effects. Soundcheck is a lively, entertaining comedy show. Look, let's write it up like every other one. Let's write it up like every other comedy podcast. You know, where we talk about we talk okay. about weird news and old video games and and sex with a comedic twist. Maybe our show is just so boring that even we can't think of anything cool about it. I think we're going to have to do a real promo because this is going to suck ass. Yeah, we can't put much anything together. Soundcheck, Tuesdays at 8 Eastern on NHB.
One-eighth of the listeners are above drinking age. What in the bloody fuck? God damn, I cannot spell my fucking name. Love E. Fuck. Tune in Thursday nights to find out what's on tap. It's the Annihilation Principle with Love's Eating Mom. Only on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Greg! If I can't provide content, I will provide belching. K-I-L-T! Darling, I said, what's for tea? Can I wade in the tune and get me a bottle of Don Ginger? And then he hang about neither. What's for tea, Mum? What's for you, I'll no gun buy you. What's for tea, darling? Think I come for cause you can't fit. Hit your heat go toy. What's for tea, daughter? Gonna go bend the scullery and get me the fiffa. Darling, I said, what's for tea? Get your haggis right here. Chop half and lungs, boiled in a wee sheep's stomach. Taste as good as it sounds. Hot summer sheep. K-I-L-T. Hey, we are back here for hour number two. Of insert title here, and um, yeah, I, it's just me, well, by myself at the moment, deciding whether or not I should spend the money to replace this damn sound card because this sounds like crap. But anyways, um, looking over some news stories here, Venison will be joining us soon. Uh, what do you mean you don't hear sound on NHB mainstreams? You don't hear sound. Uh, hello there. Uh, okay. And yeah, you might not be alone. <laughs> I might not. Oh, yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I've <laughs> just been told that there's no sound on the HB streams. So now I have to go check their shit because it's working everywhere else. Um, huh. So now I have to go. Nope. It's there. Main thing, I've been, you know, why they say that? I've I've had it on all the time. Yeah, yeah, this whole time. All right. Well, you know what? I think it's because Dune can't find the headphone jack on his new phone, <laughs> so there's no sound coming out of his earbuds right now at all on any of the streams. Uh, yeah, about that headphone jack. <laughs> People are starting to, to uh, complain about it, saying it doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Well, earbuds don't sound very good when they're not plugged into anything. <laughs> uh, you know, even even a new setup, you know, it doesn't sound as good. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's that's supposed to sound better. If it was a new technology, it's going to sound better. Apparently not. <laughs> and now people are complaining. Well, I have to wait till next year. Well. There you go. Yeah, next year they have a new feature. It's called a headphone jack. <laughs> People are going to line up to buy it. Uh, oh, boy. You know, and, and, and the thing is, is that 
and I, I may have mentioned that at, this, at some point, but I didn't mention it yesterday. But it's the other thing of the matter, too. That headphone jack was used for more than headphones. Uh, the iPhone was using that for l- other devices, like credit card swipers. <laughs> you know, that, that was a, a quite widely used um, jack. And sure, I, I'm sure you could, you know, make a credit card swiper device that hooks up to another type of connector. But now everyone's got to buy everything. New. There was no need to take that out. There's no progress by taking that out. There just isn't. That is not progress. <laughs> well, in a way, maybe it was for them because taking that out, it forces people to pay for other things. Exactly. The only way there's progress is it, 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 it's progress for uh, Apple's pockets. They get more cash selling more adapters and, and devices and making everyone have to buy new things to work with the new way. It's, it's a big cash grab is what it is. It's nothing more than a cash grab. <laughs> and people are buying it right up. It's ridiculous. But um, uh, <laughs> That's the way it goes. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So what's new in New Jersey? Well, I got here an hour late because, well, the premiere Gotham was on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shows are starting again. Oh, yes. This was a good one. But right now, you know, Lucifer is also on, but I'm recording that. Oh, I'll watch it later. <laughs> cool. Oh, this is, this is going to be a real bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah you know this raises a question. Um, Lucifer's mother. Now, <laughs> I ask the question only because, um, you know maybe I forgot, but what was the angel's relationship to God? Were they his Lucifer? Know, no, you know all of them. I, I believe the um, the story of uh, Lucifer uh, was that uh, Lucifer was an angel that turned against oh. God and was cast down to hell as a result. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, what were the angels' relationship to God? God created them, and they serve him. Uh-huh. Okay, so he was a creation. Right. But apparently, according to this, um, he might not have created them because Lucifer has a mother. Oh, this is a work of fiction you're watching. I don't think it's... uh, (laughs) uh, Um, I don't know. They came pretty close (laughs) to a lot of shit. (laughs) Yeah, but in religious text, I don't think there's any reference to Lucifer having a mother. Oh yeah, probably because you know he was he wasn't mentioned, but who knows? <laughs> but just the fact that you know that he has a mother, who uh, he was imprisoning in hell, who escaped. Oh, <laughs> and from what I gather, she wanted to kill him. I see. Well, it sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, it could be an interesting show. 
So I have to watch de- you know, I'll have to watch details on that later. <laughs> well, this is more coming up on uh, the next uh, episode of Lucifer. Now, did you catch my uh, my uh, lineup of promos here? Uh, lineup of promos? No, no, no. I was I was playing promos for all the great shows. You know, like uh, Devil's Advocate, uh, J Squared, uh, the Sound Check, uh, Hot Summer Sheep. Um, you know, so you want to de- definitely check out those shows at the times that they uh, said they were on in the promos. Be sure to uh, tune in for those. Um, yeah, I need to queue up a break to last a while, so I just grabbed uh, any old promos I could find, really. Well, at that point, I was watching Fish Moody taking over Gotham. So apparently, uh, man has been barred from going near stables after having sex with a horse. What again? Again? How many? How long has it been since Mister Hands died? Is there some type of rule that we must have at least one story like this every decade? Uh, and how many episodes? You know, were there before him? And after him. Here's the thing I need to know, though, is how is this? Uh, and, and, and I, I never thought that I would ask the question. Well, how was he having sex with the horse? But when I first heard about Mister Hands and that Mister Hands was having sex with the horse, the image that came to mind, uh, or the thought that came to mind, was that Mister Hands would be getting behind the horse. Because obviously that's the most logical way to have sex with a horse. So when I found yeah. out that no, the horse got behind Mister Hands, I was like, "Wait, wh- why? Why would? You- why?" Uh, so I- I'm wondering if this guy's doing it the right way or the wrong way. Um, oh, definitely the wrong way. <laughs> well, I guess there is no right way to have sex with a horse. Because um, I mean, come on, a horse think it's like three feet long. <laughs> That's why you get behind the horse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shane Trafford Taylor Waters, 36, filmed himself oh, again with the filming of this. Who wants to watch this? Filmed himself carrying out a sex act with the horse on his phone at Town Bent Stables in Oswaltwistle, Lancashire. A court heard it wasn't his first time. When he was a teenager, Taylor Waters was cautioned for the same offense of sexual penetration of an animal. Okay, so he's penetrating the horse, not the horse penetrating, which is why he's still alive, you see. Uh Uh-huh. He was caught when the horse's owner spotted a substance on one of the horse's back legs. She contacted police, and Taylor Waters told them that he heard a firework go off so he had gone to calm the horse down. The best way he knew how to. Uh, I I think we're misunderstanding this person here. He's just trying to calm the horse down. Oh. But, <laughs> but in a second interview, he admitted to gratifying himself with the horse. His lawyer, Richard Pruse, said, My client says he made images so he could look back with revulsion at what he had done. Rather than show it to someone else. Uh, now the question is: Was the horse male or female? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, there's a picture of the horse, but they put a black bar over the horse's eyes to protect the innocent. <laughs> now, um, you know, 
Now, that's not exactly one of the first things, because apparently online, before they got taken off, there were a few horse videos. Well, there was Horse Gag and there was Mr. Hands, and I've seen both of those. Oh, yeah, and there was, a, there was oh, boy, there was one. <laughs> Don't you dare talk about the battery. <laughs> No, 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 not the batteries. It's got nothing to do with batteries. That's that's just mm. sick. But no, there's this one dude. You see him walking, you know, away from the camera, you know, with his horse. And the horse's head seems to be um, placed somewhere. But then they turn around and they walk back toward the camera. And the horse is giving him a blowjob. <laughs> You know, horse have big teeth. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you want to put your dick in a horse's mouth. That's your funeral. I mean. <laughs> well, apparently he must have taught the horse not to use teeth. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Uh, this is in. Hey, hey, hey. Dune at work. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dune. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Um, all right, all right, then. I guess we should change the topic to titty fucking, then, because that's more doing work friendly. Uh, How about dog fucking? Dog fu no! no let's, let's, let's keep the animals out of this, okay? We, we do not... Uh, well, hey, you brought it hey, up. <laughs> hey, wait, you know, I actually, I found, they actually uh, upload the video of this. Um, it, it, I have it right here. Let, let's let's go to the video. Um, <laughs> oh, well, you know what helps? What helps is when you don't have your midi uh, video uh, muted. Here we go. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. Wow. <laughs> shocking, <laughs> shocking video. Oh, God, I wish the, uh, you know, I wish the big desktop didn't go out. Uh, <laughs> because I was getting ready to, uh, you know, just at, after I finished uh, some more, some more little video. <laughs> Mr. Ed was next. <laughs> <laughs> And I found some, you know, outrageous clips, you know, just white clips. <laughs> yeah, well, they're going. <laughs> hey, hey, Fedison, get this. Uh, Fork writes in, Mama always said not to molest a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't molest a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> I, I, well, I, 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 like I said, I look at a, uh, I think of times I've seen horses. One thing that stands out to me is, you know, they got big teeth. <laughs> I would never put that deer teeth that big. Well, 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 the fact is that since he, you know, the horse is doing that, but the horse is molesting him. I don't think. The horse voluntarily came up and started nibbling on the uh, bits and pieces there. I, I, I think if if you put it in something, you're molesting the thing you're putting it in. Okay. 
Now, if the horse came up to him like he's sleeping or whatever and he's trying to fight the horse off and the horse is, uh, you know, going for the prize there, uh, then then that's a different story. But that, that doesn't Ooh. sound like that's not what you've described. Ooh, it's more like the donkey when that's had to the fuel. I don't know. You know, after a bad incident with a horse, you might need some cream for that, you know. Don't forget your penis cream. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, what is wrong with you people? Horses are... F- <laughs> what... I was about to say horses are for riding, but I realized no, no, that's coming out wrong too. Horses are for riding, but not like that. <laughs> well, there went Jerky. Let's see what else is going on in the uh, news this week. Um, let's see. No, that doesn't look uh, interesting. Oh. And did you know that Zorak and Moltar died? Oh, yeah, I was reading about that. That's sad. Yes, and the dude was only 54. Oof. What happened? I didn't actually look. I was busy at work when I saw a comment made, so I didn't have a chance to actually look into it. Yeah, that's all I got, too, was just a headline. You know what? I kind of blame it on the new foods. This Monsanto infested stuff with this uh, aspartame in it, diet supplements, low fat, no fat, no lactose, and no anything in the food. (laughs) It's disrupting our systems. I I don't know. I don't know what he... uh... He died. You know, we need we need to look this up. Who? What's this guy's name that died? Well, fuck! <laughs> I forgot already. Oh, here we oh, go. Shit. C. Martin Crocker. Croker. Ah, that's Croker it. or Crocker? Uh, is it Crocker or Croker? Um, Might be Croker. Let's see. Uh, let's Croker. See. Oh God, he did. Yeah, he did. did. Uh, the Space Ghost parody universe became a bit smaller this morning as C. Martin Croker, uh, voice actor behind classic characters Zorak and Moltar on Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Dr. Weird and Aqua Teen Hunger, uh, Hunger Force, an animator in his own right, died this morning from undisclosed causes. He was 54. Undisclosed causes. <sighs> well... Like I said, either he ate the modern food or he was shot by the police. Undisclosed. That's why it's undisclosed. (laughs) You never know. Lots of reasons things would be undisclosed. Uh, uh, No, let's not go into that. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. But uh, there you go. Um, I might have to download some uh, Space Ghost, uh, Coast to Coast uh, episodes and watch them now. Because those uh, are always actually, fun to watch. Actually, I think it was, uh, oh, wow. The, 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 you know, the network that carries them. Uh, it was going to be airing, you know, all the episodes free. Oh, cool. 
on their website. I had I downloaded a bunch of them and burned them on DVD a while ago, but I don't know. Uh, you know, I have DVDRs scattered all over the place. Oh, and for that matter, let's see. If the, let's see. Okay. So, so Venison, have you bought any Crystal Pepsi? Hell no. <laughs> you can get Crystal Pepsi in the store now again. So, <laughs> I didn't buy it before. <laughs> oh, you don't know what you're missing out on. It's good stuff. It tastes kind of like Pepsi, but different. Yeah, but I don't want, you know, I don't, you know, see, that's the thing. You know, like I said, all these weird foods, they're different from the original. And anytime you stray from the original, things happen. I, this is just they don't put coloring in to keep it clear. It's not like they're adding uh, poison. It still it still has sodium benzoate, just like the original Pepsi does. Still has gum arabic. Still got the natural flavoring. Uh, still loaded with high fructose corn syrup, just like regular Pepsi, except it's clear. Uh oh. What? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, see him. My uh, Skype tapped out for a moment. Ah. Uh. And let's see, space. Okay, that's what. Okay. Oh, you're, ah! lo you're looking for your stream, aren't you? I'm looking for. Uh... No, no, I'm looking for something else. Okay. Uh, another place for it. Oh, that's oh, I forgot. That's not animated. Uh, it sort of is, but it isn't. It's so I don't think it'll be. Oh, yes, it is. It's there. <laughs> Okay, how many episodes or how many seasons? Okay. Oh, apparently uh, we might be getting hit by an asteroid. Uh, damn, I thought... It might be time to stock up on emergency supplies and finally invest in that fallout shelter you've been talking about. Uh, not that it would really do you much good in this scenario. Experts are saying a huge meteor is rocketing close to Earth with the power of three billion atomic bombs. They say how big it was. Three billion atomic bomb big. Not three billion bomb big. I mean, as far as uh, how many how many miles across, or it's a hundred feet. Let's see. China's Purple Mountain Laboratory discovered the massive asteroid using Asia's largest telescope, determining the meteor was passing our planet with a range of 18.8 times the distance between the Earth and the Moon, a.k.a. way too close for comfort. The asteroid named 2009ES is one of over 1,600 asteroids known as minor bodies that are currently heading towards Earth, according to the Chinese Academy of Science. But scientists are keeping a close eye on 2009ES, as just a minor change in its flight path could have catastrophic consequences for the human race due to its sheer mass. Scientists believe an asteroid similar in size was responsible for the demise of the dinosaurs 65 million years ago, so you may as well rest easy tonight knowing that whether it's coming for us or not, there's absolutely nothing you can do. Ah, uh, shit. Did they say how big it was again? Uh, not yet, but they... Not this article doesn't, but the article gives the name of the asteroid, so I could probably Google that 
and get some specs on the asteroid. So let's take a look at what's going to kill us here. Uh, yeah, this, if it's larger than two miles, it's got, a, it's got a very good chance of taking out a good portion of the Earth. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably going to miss us, though, it sounds like. Uh, oh, yeah, 18 miles, you know, 18 miles of distance on the Earth. That's way out there. <laughs> Uh, apparently, in, I'm reading a story that says that earlier this month, this asteroid uh, narrowly missed colliding with the Earth. Um, so it sounds like it already missed us. Yeah, and, then, well, kind of glad it did. There you go. There you go. It missed us. So uh, it still doesn't say how big it is, but uh, it it would do some damage. Oh, wow. And yes, and they got 98 episodes of uh, Space Coast here. But not on, not where you think it is. It is on kisscartoon.me. Kisscartoon.me? Oh, cool. Yep. It's, oh, God, this website is like unreal. It's got just about every single. You know, cartoon ever made on there, including things you had never heard of before. Hmm. I mean, unbelievable! All the South Parks, all the Space Ghosts—they don't have Venture Brothers, though. Oh, <laughs> that's the one thing I was looking for. They have uh, Muppet Babies. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked under M yet. <laughs> oh, Muppet Baby, Season 7, Episode 16. Oh, here we go. I'm going to have to watch some of these. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like I said, everything's on here. Wow. they got. I think they got them all. Oh, my God. Yeah. 36 pages worth. <laughs> there we go. Now that, uh, I, I got this weekend planned. <laughs> uh, you know, you've got the next few years planned <laughs> you know I need to find though it's not a cartoon I, I, I want to find all the episodes of MTV's Undressed uh, and, and there was a site that streams things that had all of season one but that was only the first season I watched that I want to watch all the rest of them huh. that was a great show I never watched it Never even heard of it. Oh, it was, it's, it was basically like a trashy soap opera. It was great. Absolutely great. Oh, no. Oh, it was absolutely great. There was a storyline about this, uh, you know, uh, girl that's you know, trying to figure out how to give her boyfriend a blowjob. Uh, and, 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 <laughs> and so, like, she asks his friend to teach her and, and on a carrot. Uh, and... and <laughs> Uh, all kinds of great uh, oh it was it was a great the series follows the relationships both sexual and romantic of young people often high schoolers college students and 20 somethings in the Los Angeles area the series was controversial for its frank discussions about sex including depictions of promiscuous behavior between teens as well as gay and lesbian relationships each season has several recurring characters with each episode focused on two or three specific characters with plot lines presented as interweave vignettes. Each season had stories and while others were still running and the stories would run for various lengths of time. 
Andres ran for six seasons from July 26, 1999 to September 5, 2002. <laughs> so there you go. I've only been able to get my hands on season one. There's five more seasons I need to find. That need that that needs the DVD box set treatment right there. Oh, it was. Uh, you, once you started watching it, you couldn't stop. It was. I loved it when they would do like just a marathon running of shows late on night on MTV. You could just keep watching them back to back, which is. Oh, it was. It was. Uh, it was great. Yeah, I was. I was at least happy when I was able to watch all my Batman's that I missed. <laughs> I didn't realize there were so many of them. <laughs> I didn't realize there was, you know, there were two series I haven't even heard of, hmm. but they were damn good. Wow. <laughs> Sick stuff. <laughs> uh, excuse me. There you oh, come go. on. No, but that was, um, oh, I remember there was, uh, there was a storyline that involved a guy throwing lunch meat at his girlfriend while she sang the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. <laughs> no, it was it was funny because uh, it was they decided that they would like write their fantasies, uh, their sexual fantasies down on slips of paper and throw them into a bowl and then like draw them out and and no judging or anything, just kind of try each of them out. And the thing <laughs> is, is like their friend knew that they were doing this, so he like snuck in and switched out all the pieces of paper with weird things, so. He, 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 you know, they they think they think that it's something that the other person wrote, so they don't you know object because they're like, all right, all right, I'll go along with this. So it gets to the point where she's standing on a chair, singing the Star Spangled Banner, and he's just throwing cold cuts at her. <laughs> but, and, and they both think that this is the other person's idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you never had that happen to you. Um, lunch meat? No. <laughs> Smart Star Spangled Banner, on the other hand, yes. <laughs> lunch meat? Um, no. Which you, you hesitate. There's a story here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stories, <laughs> which I'm not going to relate any of them. Oh, you gotta tell us one. No. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. You've told us about the uh, tarp and Crisco or whatever it was. Sounds about the only one that I could. <laughs> oh, you can tell us at least one more. No. Because <laughs> uh, I don't know what's legal or not. <laughs> oh, 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 the statute of limitations is up on all these things. Uh, not quite. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure they are. <laughs> I'm not going to risk it. I, uh, there's nothing. No, look. Uh, oh, uh, there's got to be at least one of these. Wait, what the heck are you doing? That's illegal. Uh, well, let's just, let's just say I was a bad teenager. <laughs> was that you hanging around the stables with the horses, Venison? <laughs> no, no, not with the horses. When you say you found a blowjob uh, horse video online, you're talking about in real life, aren't you? No, no, that was done online, you uh, know, because we thought, we thought it was very, very funny. You thought it was funny <laughs> but, uh, while you were posting it online? 
No, I never exposed it online. That wasn't my job. No, oh, the, I, I see. You just uh, someone else t- handled posting the video online. Yeah. <laughs> After they took it. Of... <laughs> right. No. <laughs> no, not me. No. We don't play with horses. Elephants? Dogs? Or they, no, right. Dogs? Nothing. Nothing. nothing, nothing. Dogs? <laughs> Dogs? We, we were curious about the peanut butter part. <laughs> oh, no! No, 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 no. Bad venison! Bad! <laughs> That's not. Well, that's what everybody was saying. <laughs> Who? I was the. Who was saying? Never mind. <laughs> Peanut butter. <laughs> this brings a whole new meaning to the phrase "peanut butter between the meat." <laughs> Ain't nothing but a sandwich. Are we, are we making do nervous? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually found that album on my uh, one of my recent shopping uh, trips uh, w- with that song on it. So now I got the full album. I got to put that on. See what else is on there. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there were a lot of crazy things that happened in the seventies <laughs> with peanut butter. <laughs> Do you use any uh, marshmallow fluff in there too? No, no, no. The marshmallow, marshmallow fluff was for, was for me. <laughs> marshmallow fluff for venison, peanut butter for the dog. Got it. Put yourselves together and you got yourself a fluffer nutter. Oh, God, this is sick. This is sick. Still not as bad as the time Neo had me read that story about the maggots. That was the worst. Uh, well, yeah, that was the worst that you were that you were able yeah. to read. Oh, oh <laughs> you could think was. of something worse than the maggots? Uh, yeah, there was. Uh. uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what it was now, because, you know, they're put somewhere. I don't even know where I put them. Now, now, Vince, let me ask you, have you actually seen the uh, Two Girls, One Cup video? Yep. Uh, right. Yeah, we, we introduced uh, that to uh, Dune a few weeks ago. He was not impressed. He only, <laughs> he only got as far as the cup, and he just stopped it right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know there's, there's an angry bird steal. Uh series well let's check that out (laughs) well we need to find another news story or something because we still got time to fill here uh so let's uh take a look at what else is going on in the news lately uh now that sounds like a sad story big naked mess ends couples myrtle beach vacation Uh, i'm big naked mess that doesn't sound good a woman who visited the Myrtle Beach area got a rude awakening this weekend. Uh, Kennetha Hammond of Monroe, North Carolina, was staying in Myrtle Beach at the Lancer Motel Saturday night with her husband. Hammond said 
She comes to the area about 20 times a year and was visiting to enjoy the beach before the weather turned cold. But last weekend was different. Hammond was surprised when, around midnight, she had just exited the shower and the door to her room opened. Another guest with a working key to the room was on the other side. Another guest walks into my room because the motel gave her the wrong room key, Hammond says. I'm literally naked, and another guest is walking in my room. She added, it was a big naked mess, okay? It was crazy. I had these people I did not know standing in the doorway looking at me. Uh, uh, you ever had a mix-up with a hotel room? Nope. Uh, me neither. Oh. Oh, now this, yeah, this I, you know, one of those stupid things. Uh, you know, one of those farce you know, web, you know, web things. <laughs> Donald J. Donald J. Trump. Trump. Statement, statement on banning Canadian immigration. Now, I only thought about this you know, since uh, oh, since two nights ago when I watched an episode of South Park in the 20th season. <laughs> and they were goofing, you know, they were goofing on the whole uh, wall thing. Except it wasn't the wall with Mexico. Uh, basically, Canada built a wall for us to stop American, you know, uh, immigration, and it was a total mess. <laughs> the, the episode was just like completely turned around, and it's like, oh my god! <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was funny though. <laughs> it was funny as hell, but I mean. It's, Wow. <laughs> Although I might play it for Buzz Be Gone on a random show. There you go. Yeah, he'd love it. <laughs> except, the, uh, except the Canadian Prime Minister was Donald Trump. <laughs> or, Wait a minute. How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> it did. All right. That's what. That's why he built the wall. <laughs> but meanwhile, because he was, you know, you know, prime minister, Canadians were immigrating to the United States. <laughs> and causing all kinds of problems, you know, supposedly for locals. You know, with their funny language and, uh, you know, their AIDS and all that other good stuff. And you know how South Park treats Canadians. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Terrence oh, yeah. Philip are Canadian. They were goofing on them big time. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, NYPD can't count the cash they've seized because it would crash computers. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> See, wait a minute. What? How? I no, I don't buy this for one second. I work with computers, and and they can. If there's one thing computers can do, they can count. Hmm. There's a lot of things that will crash a computer. 
Counting money is not one of them. Yeah, even though they've been seizing a lot of money, you know, legally. That's the thing that gets me. You know, legally, there's a legal precedent. If you're, you know, if you get pulled over for anything, you know, they pull you over for anything. And, you know, and see, like, you got money, they can see the money. Because they think it might be for criminal activity. You know, you know, police have way too much power. Um, there, there needs to be some. Uh, it's getting out of control. We, they need to be in check. It's it plain and simple. And most cops are probably good. I, I don't know, but the bad ones are ruining it for everyone else. And it, this needs to. Um, but this right here, the whole system sounds corrupt. Uh, the New York City Police Department takes in millions of dollars in cash each year as evidence often keeping the money through a procedure called civil forfeiture. But uh-huh, as, that's the one. as New York City lawmakers pressed for greater transparency into how much was being seized and from whom. See, this is just asking for what's being taken. We're not even getting to the part of, you know, fixing the problem if there is a problem here to be fixed. It's just, hey, let's assess the situation. They can't even tell us that. Nope. Uh, lawmakers pressed for greater transparency and how much is being seized and from whom. A department official claimed providing that information would be nearly impossible because querying the four-year-old computer system that tracks evidence and property for the data would lead to system crashes. Why have the system if you can't use it? Uh, and now, you know, okay, now I call shenanigans because a four-year-old computer will work quite well with that. You know, they've had dual core processors how, back how are then. They, how are they able to afford four-year-old equipment? Do you have any idea how old the computers are in the uh, flight, uh, the the air traffic control centers? Oh, yeah, they're pretty old. <laughs> they're, I think they got three-and-a-half-inch floppies on those things. <laughs> the system, the property and evidence tracking system, was built on top of SAP's enterprise resource planning software platform and IBM's DB2 database by Capgemini in 2012 and was used as a flagship case study by the company. Pets replaced a long-established paper-based evidence logging system used by the departments and was supposed to revolutionize evidence and property tracking. It was even submitted for the 2012 Computer World Honors, an awards program honoring those who use information technology to benefit society. Even with the system, however, the NYPD's Assistant Deputy Commissioner Robert Messner told the New York City Council Public Safety Committee that the department had no idea how much money it took in as evidence, nor did it have a way of reporting how much was seized through civil forfeiture proceedings where property and money is taken from people suspected of involvement in a crime through a civil filing, and the individuals whom it seized from are put in the pos- uh, position of providing that the property was not involved in the crime of which they were accused. That often means that lower-income individuals who have cash and property seized can't get it back because of the legal costs involved. A bill being considered by the New York City Council would require the NYPD to provide data on seizures that could be used to uncover abusers of the civil forfeiture process targeting low-income people. But Messner asserted that attempts to perform the types of searches envisioned in the bill will lead to system crashes and significant delays during the intake and, press, uh, intake and release process. Translation, we don't want to do more work. God. Yeah, because police. we like some money we're getting. Fuck the police. 
Yeah, these are things that are going on behind the scenes. Fork writes in, the whole country is corrupted like a pissed-on hard drive. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and we let them get away with it. <laughs> Starting back in 2010. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> you can pick any year, really. Um. Meanwhile, Ooh. let's talk about Stephen Gow. Stephen Gow likes to be naked. So much so, it has cost him his freedom. He has spent a combined total of 10 years in prison for showing too much skin in public, having been arrested multiple times. Gow, also known as the Naked Rambler, prefers to get naked when temperatures warm up. He is not a danger to the public. But when he walked naked from John O'Groats to Land's End in the UK in 2003, he caused outcries around the country. When he attempted the journey again, he was quickly arrested. In prison, he was often put into solitary confinement for his refusal to wear clothes. And yet nobody can argue with the fact that we are all born, like Gao, without clothes. The difference is that most of us go on to cover up in our public lives. There are good reasons to do so. In colder climates, we would freeze to death without some extra padding. And in intense heat, clothing could also shield us from the sun. However, some hunter-gatherer societies still chose uh, choose to live mostly naked, which suggests that clothing is not vital for our survival. If being naked is so natural, when did our obsession with clothes begin, and why? It's an interesting <laughs> question. What's the deal with pants? Why do we keep wearing these pants? What's what's the deal with pants, anyways? Well, they keep you from being bitten by mosquitoes, which carry various viruses. Um. Well, you could just spray a little skin so soft on your legs. Yeah, but there are other bugs, other bugs, creatures, you know, sticker bushes, poison ivy. You know, pants pants help you know help uh you know preserve you know preserve life. Pants can be quite useful. Yeah. So I've got no problem with that. <laughs> and especially if it you know if you go you know go swimming and what's an utility pool, you kind of like the idea of wearing pants when you come out. <laughs> 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 Oops. Exactly. But, but I've got the. Uh, I think I found an Oracle he might like. Okay. You know how you are. You know how uh, you know picky you get with your job resumes. You know, filing for applications for a job, what have you. Right. Well, some. You know, there might be a time when you can get away with it doing something completely outrageous. Outrageous, you say? Yes. You know, this guy went there and, uh, you know, put, it, put, put, hmm, put in an application for McDonald's that was so fucked up, they hired him on the spot. Because <laughs> they couldn't, you know, they couldn't stop laughing. And it's you know the top application came out like such. Well, the name 
yes, you know, going back, you know, the guy's name. Sex, not yet, but I'm waiting for the right person. Desire position, reclining, aha, uh-huh, but seriously, whatever's available. If I was in, if I was in position to be picky, I wouldn't be applying here in the first place. Salary, 185000 a year, plus stock options, and a Michael Ovitz-style severance package. If that's not possible, make an offer and we can haggle. Education, yes. Last position held, target for middle management hostility. Salary, less than worth. Most notable achievement. My incredible collection of stolen pens and post-it notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what you want to leave off the job application. Uh, but there are more. Reason for leaving. It sucked. Hours available to work. To work any. <laughs> Preferred hours. 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Do you have any special skills? Yes, but there are better suits and more intimate environment. Nice. <laughs> Maybe contact your court, you know, your current employer. If I had one, would I be here? Have you ever been connect- convicted of a felony? Uh, is felony sex with a car? Uh, you know, rather, is felony sex with a cat? Because if so, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for uh, the, on your application. Uh, does a felony involve peanut butter? If so, <laughs> yes. Well, sort of things need to be popular. Uh, do you have any physical condition that pro- prohibiting you from lifting up to fifty pounds? A uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a car? I think the more appropriate question here would be, do you have a, a car that runs? <laughs> have you received any special awards or recognition? I may already be a winner of the Publisher's Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. Oh, I've been a frequent finalist myself. Yes. Do you smoke? Only when set on fire. <laughs> What would you like to be doing in five years? Living in Bimini with a fabulous wealthy supermodel who thinks I'm pregnant up, who thinks I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. Actually, I'd like to be doing that now. <laughs> Do you certify that the above is true and complete to the best of his knowledge? No, I dare you to prove otherwise. <laughs> Sign here. Scorpio with Libra rising. And they read They hired him. Well, heck, if that guy could get hired at McDonald's, you should be a shoe-in. Yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, right. Part-time, 20 hours a week, minimum wage. Yeah, that's going to help a lot. (laughs) Oh. Well, meanwhile... uh, if you don't want to work at McDonald's, there's always Domino's. You know, pizza delivery. Heck, you could do that uh, with a uh, motorcycle. I don't have a car license yet. 
Well, you get yourself like uh, some type of motorized scooter or something, and you can do some Papa Wheelies on the street. Apparently, uh, pizza delivery driver was sent sprawling across the tarmac after trying to pop a wheelie on a South London high street. <laughs> Domino's Pizza has launched an investigation after footage emerged on social media of the driver toppling over after trying the motorcycle stunt on Clapham High Street. A short clip of the stunt shared on social media shows the driver speeding along the busy road on his back wheel with both both legs out to one side. Cheering in the background soon turns to laughter as he overcooks his wheelie and the bike falls over. Oh, we, we've got to watch this. Uh, let's uh, do a little <laughs> screen share here and uh, check this out. Okay, let's check out this video here. Oh, I don't, I don't have sound. Well, I need to uh, turn up my uh, fader. There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he just tipped over. That was uh, about it. Ooh, they got animaniacs in here. Cool. Yeah. All the awkward scene hunger forces. Cool. There you go. Oh, that's right. I got to watch some of the archers. I've been hearing a lot about those. I saw one episode. I caught one episode just before the cable died. And it looks pretty interesting. There you go. Oh, man. So many things in here. God. <laughs> uh. I'm just trying to find another good story we could cover here to end uh, out the show. We want to go out on a good high note here. Uh, oh, apparently. Um, all right. Th I don't know if this is uh, a good story or not, but we're, we're doing it. Um U.S. government grants Walmart patent to roll out self-driving shopping carts. Because, you know, pushing them around in the store, that's just way too much work. We, we can't have that. No, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> how, wait, self-driving shopping carts? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Novelty. According to the patent request, the carts will be equipped with detachable motors that have sensors and video cameras. Customers will be able to request a cart using a user interface device, potentially a smartphone, and the roaming motors will be able to fetch a cart and bring it to a customer. And employees who are usually in charge of rounding up abandoned carts may be able to abandon that task. The system will, in theory, be able to identify an unattended shopping cart in a store or parking lot and return it to a docking station, according to the filing. But then what's Earl going to do? Oh, I see. They're getting rid of more people. Well, one one thing I noticed, one thing I could say working at Walmart is that um, generally they didn't have people whose job was specifically getting carts. Usually it was, uh, hey, you, could you go get some carts, uh, which would interrupt us from actually, like, doing what we were hired to do or supposed to do. But once again, uh, you know, I, I generally did what management told me to do. But 
There was one guy who's pretty much all day long. He's been out in the parking lot rounding up cards. So that's that's one person that, well, they can promote him to door greeter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, the, the thing is, though, you still need someone to get the carts that tip over or that, that go out of range or uh, things like that. You know what? I, I can't wait to see all the ways this technology goes wrong when they first roll it out. Because you know this ain't going to go right from the start. I mean, uh, carts that drive themselves in a crowded store filled with people. What could possibly go wrong? I can't wait to watch this. I can't wait. Oh, the YouTube videos are going to be great. They're going to have a YouTube channel just dedicated to Walmart carts driving themselves. And you are all going to spend at least a solid hour watching those on a Saturday with no pants on. Mark my word. It's going to happen. You know it's true. Ooh. You know See. it's true. And on that note, we've reached that time again. All right. Time to put another show to bed, but they, what have you found? Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. You know, I, I think I got a DVD set of uh, that in my closet. <laughs> my brother abandoned it in uh, the family basement, so I snagged it. Now, I only you know remember just remembered that. Because I saw Augie Daddy, you know, in, you know, wait, wait, uh, Augie Daddy, Daddy, oh, oh God, I forgot, forgot the title already. But yeah, it was that cartoon series, and in Harvey Birdman, the uh, okay, Daddy, Augie Daddy, they had him in there you know, on a complaint, uh, uh, a vicious complaint. And they did one thing in there that even had me surprised. <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah, the clip got recorded too, but I played it back over and over. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. You know, shock. Because <laughs> at one point, Phil Winter came in when he was training Augie, you know, Doggy Zaddy. And he was butt fucking. Talking daddy saying, I am the alpha male. I am the alpha male. Nice. <laughs> and like, oh no, not here too. <laughs> but I just bring up the dog's thing again. <laughs> well, on that note, let's try to put another episode to bed before Venison starts whipping out some more peanut butter. Um, but we do try to be educational here. And I think I we've. Do have I think we've learned a lot. I know I have. I've learned things I can't unlearn now. <laughs> but what have you learned, Venison? Well, I learned that you have a secret fascination for Mr. Hands. <laughs> no. No, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how, how many times did you watch it? Once. <laughs> Here's... One comment I'd like to make. One thing I'll always remember about Mr. Hands was there was a period of time where Pedge was a regular on my show. And somehow the topic of Mr. Hands came up while Pedge was on the show. And Pedge had commented that uh, his girlfriend wanted to watch Mr. Hands, but he wouldn't let her watch it. 
and I came up with the perfect solution to this. So we got we got Pedge's girlfriend on the line. Like, so you want to watch Mr. Hands? She goes, yeah. I'm like, well, tell you what. I'm going to play the sound of Mr. Hands for you. J- just take a listen to this. And we played audio-only Mr. Hands. And after that, I asked her, do you still want to watch it? She said, no. No, I don't, <laughs> don't want to watch it. <laughs> Problem so, solved. So it's still twice. No, I, 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 have, I turned away that time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, that was the first time I watched it because the first time it was shown to me, I, I turned off the clip as soon as the horse started mounting him, and I was like, nope, that's, <laughs> that's as far as we're going with that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but what I have learned this week is that if you want to go see an Iron Butterfly cover band calling themselves Iron Butterfly... They're playing this week in Oakland. Not a single person that played on the record in the God of Vida performing in the God of Vida. There you go. Check it out. They're uh, calling themselves Iron Butterfly? Well, you know, it's like that axe that's been in the family for generations. It's on its fourth handle and its third head. They just kept changing band members until we got to the point that there's not a single original member in there. Ugh. Wow. Yeah. But there's still two of them now. There may be original members alive still, but they're not playing as Iron Butterfly. I think Doug Ingle's doing his own stuff these days. But no, there's there's a touring band called Iron Butterfly that has not a single original member. I hate it. I hate it when bands get like that. Anyways, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We're going to... We're going to head on out of here right now, but uh, be sure to check out all our great programming all week long because you can go to nhbradio.com and nhbshow.com over on NHB Radio. Vamp will be coming on tomorrow night. Uh, over on NHB Show, Damon and Liam do a little show that you may have heard of. It's on on Wednesdays, I think, maybe at 7, something like that I've heard. And uh, there's uh, the five hit with Dune. Saturday night at 11 Eastern um, on nhbshow.com and heatfmradio.com. And Sunday, Dune and Bob Show at 6 to 8. Don't want to miss that. Thank you again for listening. Uh, catch you later and good night. And we, and we now know how to make Dune agitated. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about the horses. Yep. <laughs> Oh.